Talking to yours. Ooby doo. Uh, I blah, 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 blah. Oh, good lord. You have to stop that when my ears are on. You have to. That is literally my biggest pet peeve. You have to stop it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll try to remember. It. As it is, because the movie You're we just right. saw, I'm Dave, sorry. you got to think of these things. Mercy! <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Get it all out, Saul. Welcome back, everybody, to the Why Do I Talk to You podcast. Oh, man. I am Saul Starsheep 4. I'm Dave Gamer, Dave Naple. We thought we'd hit the bottom before, but we didn't know how oh, low we could go. Oh, oh how naive t'was I. Something about these jungle movies. Yeah. <laughs> You said that on the off this you said moves. that on the El Dorado episode, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." Huh? But now this <laughs> some new themes. <sighs> we don't need gotta get away from these jungle movies. I guess so. Ah, <laughs> uh, I didn't even realize we were doing that, but like every movie we do is like a jungle movie. I guess so. Let's we'll we'll make sure. No, we did Scott Pilgrim last time. It's, That's it's, true. But we love Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, today we are going to be talking about the 2016 Disney remake of The Jungle Quote, Book. unquote, live action. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the was real. The jungle... <laughs> real bad. <laughs> okay, so The Jungle Book, the 1967 animated ver- Disney version, that movie has a special place in Dave and mine heart. It's as, just a as, good movie. As do most things that we talk about, obviously, in the show, but like. There was one time uh, we mentioned before on the show, uh, one of these episodes that uh, we met in college and uh, were in our university choir and orchestra and did summer tours together. One of those tours, I had the Jungle Book on my iPod and, and you know, we would share watching movies on my iPod and whatnot. Yeah. And the Jungle Book was on there just because it was on there. Like it was for any particular it's the reason. Book. It's the Jungle Book. We love it, right? Yeah. Um, Who doesn't and, love that movie? And we watched it and several times because th- it became sort of like a running joke or like a running <laughs> thing where like the the trumpet solos in uh, I want to be like you just yeah. like we're stuck in our heads constantly yeah and that's I, what for yeah and that song too I can't do that <laughs> why was that in our heads so much Dave we needed something we were just into that movie it was just that's a funny movie but it's it was that particular music. part it was the trumpet solo like why just that <laughs> I don't know. Either way, like that movie became, became like solidified in our friendship soon yeah. after that. Okay, so uh, we wanted to try to maybe, and that's not what's going to happen today, but we were going to try to maybe do like an old versus new, uh, sort of compare those those two movies. I hadn't seen this movie, the 2016 version, until just a couple of minutes ago. Dave saw it in the theaters? No, just like I watched it with my mom. She like got it from the local library. <laughs> How long ago? Uh, a year. Oh, okay. Maybe a, a year or less. Mm-hmm. Not that long. And my wife saw it in theaters. I forget with who. And uh, suffice it to say that both of them. <laughs> but I wasn't in any rush to see it again. <laughs> my wife gave me some indications of like what was in that movie. 
Uh, I'm Dave, but nothing could really prepare nothing you. Nothing could really prepare me. So, all right. I'm. I am. I am. I apologize, listeners. I am truly like. He is really you. If you'd seen the looks of horror on his face through some of this movie, he was like, it was legitimately stressing him out. Dave did get some uh, some candid snapshots candid of me shots. watching a particular scene, which we'll talk about in a couple, um, and. If there's enough demand, we can post it on the Facebook page, I guess. But, or demand, just re- or just replace my avatar head with <laughs> with that look of shock and disgust. Oh, we should do that for the YouTube video. We'll just put it slap it on where your face normally is. Yes. Brilliant. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, I guess we should just sort of talk about it from, from the ground up, right? Sure. All right. I, I don't know a single person who hasn't seen the original Jungle Book. And this movie obviously draws from it. This is like the the third or like the fourth movie in Disney's like long string of of redoing uh, animated movies. This felt like the biggest one, though. This felt like the one that they tried to make the biggest deal out of, right? At least to me. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> okay. um, before this was Cinderella. Um, which I would want to do an episode about, but it, it's that movie was also just very bad and boring and not very good. I'm not interested. Do not, do not, okay. do not. Okay. Um, and before that was Maleficent. Um, Maleficent doesn't really, I mean, I guess it counts, but it's not like a direct telling of the same story, no, right? I only wish that they could have kept that going. Like, yeah. what if instead of Cinderella, it was Lady Tremaine? What if instead of The Jungle Book, it was, you know, Shere Khan? Shere Khan? I don't know. Just like, Shere Khan just killing stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, killed that. Just eating. It'd just be like a nature documentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so uh, I guess we'll start. We are obviously going to call back to this movie, uh, to the 1967 movie, a lot because that movie is almost untouchable in our opinions. Yeah, it's a great movie. So the movie begins. Uh, the movie begins with like a a chase scene, right? Like yeah. uh, with with Mowgli running in the forest, the jungle. Lots of excuse quick me, cuts. And, Lots oh, of quick cuts happening? and just oh, like, oh, oh, oh what's oh. happening? What are we here? And you see him like being chased with wolves, right? Yeah. Now, if you've seen the movie, which presumably you have seen the 1967 movie, or you right? at least know enough about, or at like, least you know about it, book. then like this whole scene means nothing to you. All of like the the tense music and like the quick jump cuts and you know Mowgli just like. <laughs> <laughs> like that, all of that just means nothing. Yeah. Because they're wolves. As soon as you see that they're wolves, you're like, oh, wait, isn't he? He's raised by wolves, isn't he? Yeah, this is fine. So, so wait, how come? And then, so. This is like, oh, whatever. And that's. Uh, and so the scene ends up sort of dragging on, and that's going to be a recurring theme in the rest of the movie as well. Oh, Just dragging. This movie is only about like an hour and forty minutes long, but good it gracious, it feels like, like it's really like seventy-two hours, man. <laughs> so then. Um, uh, Bagheera ends up like play pouncing him, and it just sort of like, no, you're not going to be a good wolf that way. You're too <laughs> slow. <laughs> yeah. Bagheera in this instance is played by Ben Kingsley, uh, which is a fine choice, I think. Um, ben Kingsley's particularly British accent sort of matches um, the the original voice actor. I forget his name, mm. um, and and I liked it. I, I liked the choice. Um, I guess I'll just go ahead and side shoot right now that uh, when this movie was announced and particularly when the cast was announced, 
I was close to just being completely livid with all of the choices. Um, Dave knows that I have sort of an issue with, with movies um, and animated movies or what have you that take just like any any big name actress or actor and just make them the voice actor. Yeah. But it's like... No, uh, I, I don't like that being a selling point and everything like that, especially if it's a well-known actor with maybe perhaps a, a distinctive voice. Yeah. It takes away. Yeah. Or at least it can take away. Um, I I sort of I started to like relent from that little like thing of mine, Dave, uh, when I realized that the rescuers had the two rescuers. Of all the movies, it was the rescuers. Well... I mean, think about it though. The I, mean, two, I guess I had to see it. But. The two rescuers are voiced by Bob Newhart, extremely famous comedian at the time, and uh, Ava Gabor, again, like a really famous actress at that time. She was in Green Acres and stuff. So, like, those were well names with distinctive voices as well. Mm-hmm. The Bob Newhart has a very distinctive delivery that he brought to the character, and Ava Gabor is like Hungarian, I think, or something. So, she, like, her accent is there. Um, I hope she's Hungarian. Hopefully, I didn't just completely botch that. Um, and uh, sorry to all our Hungarian listeners. <laughs> so, uh, so I've sort of relented to that, except in this movie. Well, you don't have to say except. Just say when they do it well. Oh, fine. And you, they don't you, do you it got, well. You here. got me there. Like it's just um, I still like it entangled. Like I know those voices like bother you a lot, but to me it's like whatever, and it helps that I'm you know an idiot and don't know who any of these people well, are. Tangled, but, like, like Mandy Moore sounds just like a teenage girl, and that's who Rapunzel is. Yeah, right? I have no idea who plays Flynn Rider. If he's oh, like really? something, yeah, is I, he something? I know who he he's most. So my wife really likes him. I think he's most famous for being in Chuck. Uh, um, he was the main person and I should really know his name and my wife's probably screaming it right now. <laughs> he was, he was also one of like Thor's buddies in the second Thor movie. So he's like, it. he's like known. He's a guy. But does he have a distinctive voice or did he just sound like a, a I mean, dude? I guess that's the big I think he just sort of sounds like a dude, right? Yeah. I don't know who Mother Gothel is. Uh, no. I, I, I think she's like a big name in Broadway or whatever. Like Didn't that, I have but... to tell you that hook hand guy was the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond? Oh, heck no. Of course I know that voice. Oh, I thought that I told is you a voice. you were kind of surprised. No, that is a voice that like stands out. I'll, I'll yeah, say that. Yeah, it does. But I thought it worked fine there. Yeah, it's fine. He's got a voice actor voice. I don't he, know. He, he does because he does a ton of voice acting because of his voice do you know his name uh it's uh brad garrett okay thank you um so with that being said in this movie right like i said we have ben kingsley as as bagheera we have idris elba as Sher khan um who also does a lot of voice actor work especially for disney he does actually yeah he's heimdall and thor and he's oh, yeah. you know, he's in dark tower and stuff like he's he's getting he's up in there zootopia yes he did voice acting for that um, but his voice is also very distinct. Yeah. Um, he shows up very er- like relatively early in the movie, like the next scene we're talking about. Yeah, after the, the build up is way different from the original. Yeah. Very. So like basically, there's a drought and like there's some law in the jungle where when it gets the lake gets so low that some rock pops out that everybody gets to be friends. It's like oh, we're nobody kill each other at the lake because drinking is more important than eating or something. So he like shows up there and causes trouble or whatever. To be honest, I one of the things I do like about this movie is that they do make the animals actually animals. Um as much some as of them. some of them and like, also some of the time. Um they do really anthropomorphize the animals with like, you know, quirky human personalities and stuff, but like 
they do still have like animal instincts or like animal ways of life. There's a lot of like random side animals that just kind of pop up. Like there's a, a porcupine and like a pangolin and like a peacock and they just they just make some jokes or whatever. Yeah. And you kind of like some of them, but I thought that they were always just kind of egregious because they felt more like they, they just had these weird speech patterns that were like, I'm an animal, so I can't speak correctly, but all the other animals can. So it's actually just because I'm a side character. And mm. it's just like, what? Okay. Like, mm. whatever. It, it, it was just a waste of time. Yeah. I, and I, <laughs> and you, just, no, whatever. No, I do see what you mean, too. Uh, I... But, um, you know, the whole thing with, like, the truce the truce rock and stuff like that, like, I kind of like that. Uh, or, or, it wasn't or, bad. Yeah, I guess I can say that at least. Not that I'm like, ooh, like, I... It didn't add anything. It was just there so they could have an inordinately long scene of Shere Khan staring down Mowgli. And boy, and it was like, inordinately long. <laughs> and monologuing. Like. So, as obviously, as we said, Shere Khan is introduced in this scene, uh, which, in my opinion, just takes away a lot of his like mystique mystique and like because he's just kind of hanging around yeah like you only just hear about Shere Khan in the in the book sorry in the in the, <laughs> in the animated movie we're probably gonna do that a few times I might. you only hear about him like a, a couple of times in the beginning just like oh Shere Khan has returned yeah you know, oh we need to we need to do something about the man cub like you know he's gonna kill the boy and like everybody who like helps him like oh geez you know like yeah that's mystery and that's build up right but mm-hmm. nope he kind of shows up and he's just like oh, I'm Idris Elba and <laughs> the man cub is going to destroy the forest because all men do that look at my face like, I want to kill him, except I'm not going to make it clear. <laughs> Later on, I'm going to get you for it. Yeah. So they try to establish more of like a pack mentality, also with Mowgli. Like in the in the first movie, the you know, wolves are just like throwaway. It's like he yeah. was raised by wolves. Okay, bye. <laughs> uh, there is a scene where Akila actually, you know, says like, um, actually, Akila wasn't the wasn't his quote unquote father in the first one. His yeah, name was his name no. was his name was Brahma, I think, or something like that. Oh, any yeah, anyways, uh-huh. the the father Whatever. wolf like was sort of just like I I I can't take him away. He's like my own son. He says that like maybe once, <laughs> but in the in this movie they have like a mother figure which did not need to be there. But the mother <laughs> figure was played by Lupita Nyong'o, uh, and Akila, who is the father figure, quote unquote, in this movie is played by Giancarlo Esposito. So again, just big names, right? Although their voices aren't, yeah, they're s- there's they're not so distinct that you're like they're oh, better than most. I agree. I mean, I will just go ahead and say that, like when I first saw this movie, I was just like, well, there's a bunch of people talking in a sound studio with some animated animals on the screen. Yeah, like that's all it felt like. It was just like, oh, there's a voice that got attached to this animated thing. Yeah. Like it never felt like it was coming from the character. And a lot of times it's because like their <laughs> inflections aren't matching the animation. And this was most egregious with Shere Khan of all characters. <laughs> like it, he's like your main dude like you got to animate that well with the voice actor like it was it just felt like i don't know i could have listened to this like it was an like it was a radio broadcast you know like one yeah. of the old school like oh listen to this story on the radio it's all the voices like i just could have done that oh and then share khan comes in from the from the distance yeah. what luck <laughs> something like that <laughs> um okay so uh, so after that, you know, Shere Khan, like, you know, like warns everybody. Yeah, uh, issues uh, his ultimatum. How yeah. many lives is a man cup worth? <laughs> <laughs> 
and then the council, kind of the, the wolf council, sort of like votes on it. And this part gets a little confusing because Mowgli is like watching on and he knows that like he's the cause of like this like anxiety and stuff. Yeah. So he's all like, I, you know what, guys, I don't really want to be a burden. Like I, I'll just, you know. I'll just leave. I'll just leave. And Bagheera, yeah. then Bagheera, just like the first one, comes in and just sort of like, hold on, I, I raised you too. Like, let, I'll, I'll escort you, right? Yeah. Uh, and then there's a, a long, there's a lot of just unnecessary, just filler. They walk for a long they time. They walk for a long time and they have, you know, it's essentially as if Mowgli would just like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Well, then he's like, I want to stay with the turtles or like the crocodiles. <laughs> and Bagheera's like, what the, like, no, we know where we're going. Like the man village. And he's like, what? I don't want to go to the man village. And Bagheera's like. Didn't we just talk about... I, I'm you not are sure. a danger to everybody. Yeah. It's, it's a little weird. Mm. Whatever. Um, so all that is happening. And then here's a, here is a, a deviation from the, the first movie also. They're like walking through... Oh, first of all, they also run through some elephants oh, who are right. apparently the divine benevolent gods of the jungle yeah, or something. Which is really weird. They, the elephants in the, uh, in the, in the first in the movie, animated, yeah. yeah, they're not, they're not really of consequence. They're just sort of there. Right. They're kind but of jokers. And yeah. Bagheera's like, oh, I hear these marching jokers, like whatever, like get out of their way. Cause it will stomp you. But like, really, they sing a really catchy marching song. Yeah, they're nice. Um, and Mowgli like tries to assimilate with them a little bit just cause like, he's a boy. He's curious. He wants to stay in the jungle. Um, in this one, like they just sort of like walk and then Bagheera has to like explain that like, you know, they made this jungle. You must bow. You must bow. Mm. Wherever their tusks make something, something they <laughs> the determine what flows. is in the light. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. and you're just like, <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> and that's elephant propaganda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really was like, oh man, well, they worked hard to get that news out there. Get everybody to buy into that. Jeez. So then they're walking through this like dry like meadow or something like that, and then Bagheera is all like all of a sudden just stops and is just sort of like, "You need to run right now." Mowgli's like, "What do you mean I need to run right now?" He's like, "You just need to go up there. I will meet you in a couple of days. Just be quick." What do you mean I to go? Shere Khan kind of comes out of nowhere, which I thought was kind of cool. Like, uh, you know, Shere Khan's like stalking them and yeah. whatever. I thought I I didn't mind them. And what I didn't mind, especially rather what I really, really liked was in the animated movie, you never really make the connection that Bagheera is a panther, like a member of the big cat family. He's, just, he's the straight man. Yeah, he's, like- just, he's just sort of there. Like Bagheera could have been played by any other animal because it doesn't really matter in the animated movie. And here he actually gets to act like a panther and fight against Shere Khan a couple of times. Like, yeah. I, I think that's cool. That's neat. Yeah. And so they have a scuffle. He doesn't win because the tiger is a bigger cat than Big Cat Panther. Fact. And then we uh, we enter into the Lion King, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, it's like all wildebeest stampede, and oh no, Mowgli's down there, and Shere Khan gets hit at one point, just out of nowhere. He's just like right on Mowgli's heels, and just like and wildebeest, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Mowgli hitches a ride, and like later, and then there's another long scene where like. He's still with the wildebeest, and they it's like, like a mudslide. Yeah, they go into like a mudslide, and then they like fall into a river. Um, and then in between this, Shere Khan comes back to the wolf pack 
Yeah. And is like, you know, presumably there for peace or whatever like that. And he like sits down because it's like the big rock where the alpha chills and he just like waltzes up there like he owns a place and just sits down and Akio's like, all right, whatever. I never understand. I don't understand Shere Khan's like motive. No, not his motivation. Like, I guess just his character. Like, yes, he's the antagonist, but like. Does he own the place or like because like during the first scene where he shows yeah. up, the wolves sort of like make this this thing like, you know, Shere Khan knows who runs this this jungle this or part the, of the this jungle. part of the jungle. And then like the wolves sort of like, you know, go there with like their hair standing on ends or you just sound like, OK, I guess they do. That's kind of interesting. Bad I guess. Job, apparently, yeah. Yeah. But like Shere Khan, again, just sort of like waltzes around like he owns the place. But and like if that was their intent. It didn't really come off in like his voice acting because he doesn't have that sort of like cocky swagger about him. Yeah. Um, the first one had a very like Rex Harrison type voice, you know, like with the scene, like with him and Ka, he's just all like, it's me, Shere Khan. Shere Khan. Uh, I'd like a word with you if yeah. you don't mind. Yeah, you know, this very like, obviously like he runs the joint whenever he's around. Yeah. In this one, it it's, feels like he's just like part because in the first one, it's like, oh, he's back. Like, where has he been? Like, I don't know, but he's back. And this one, it's like, you know, he's around, like, everyone's like, oh, here's Shere Khan, like, we all give him his respect or whatever, but he's just like, you know, he's always around, he's just another part of the jungle, and you're like, eh, okay. I mean, he's not an elephant, you know, if he was an elephant. <laughs> you know, but that's like, it It sets up where there, there's like bigger things than Shere Khan, kind of, and it's just like, eh, I don't know. So so again, he he comes up to like the wolf rock or whatever, and it's just all like you know, where's the man cub? And he's all like, we sent him away. He's going to the man village now. And he says something like, I thought I made it clear that I wanted him. Like, <laughs> and you're like, did you? Did you? <laughs> it's like it's like that moment in Scott Pilgrim. I thought I I made that clear. Did, did was, that, not, was that not was clear? That clear? <laughs> <laughs> like that, like, again, okay. yeah. Again, it was just. I think that was a moment where I, I had to pause this movie several times. By the way, <laughs> I had to pause this movie way we too dragged many it times, out even longer, unfortunately. But I just had to stop and just like take in what just happened. <laughs> and this was one of them where I'm just sort of like, wait a minute, did why did who are you? <laughs> like, uh, and then so. Afterwards, he's just sort of like, you know, oh, the Madden Cub will come back if we give him a reason to or whatever. And then literally throws Aquila <laughs> off the cliff. Grabs him and throws him off the cliff. <sighs> just like falls. They <laughs> <laughs> went like. And then uh, so then all the other all the other wolves, man, they're horrible at their job. <laughs> like, oh, they were there well, watching uh, the whole conversation, <laughs> like again, with like their hair, their hairs on end and just sort of like, you know, like ready to pounce. Except then, not. <laughs> except not. Because then Shere Khan, you know, gets the juke on Akila and then just like. I'm I am the captain now, I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm in charge now. You're just like, well, I guess he uh, is. And they're just like, well, I laws of the jungle. <laughs> <sighs> so then we cut we cut back now to Mowgli going down the river. And so then I was like, oh no, Baloo is coming up, right? Because of the river. Turns out there's another character that I forgot about. <laughs> the character Ka. Scarlet Johansson. <laughs> With lots of ages. With lots of ages, at least 15. So Ka, yeah, shows up in the movie and like everybody knows who this who Mowgli is, apparently. Like they you one thing this movie does do is that it makes you feel the vastness of the jungle. 
And yet everybody he encounters is like, oh, man. Well, it's weird because it makes them feel the vast of the jungle, and yet they get everywhere instantly. Like, it (laughs) takes them forever. It takes them, like, several days to get to the man village. And then we'll talk about this later. And later in the movie, Mowgli, like, runs from the man village (laughs) back to, like, where the movie started in, like, the space of a night. And he's like... What? Like, <laughs> like everybody can just be like it's the same thing. Like he's traveling with Bagheera for a while and they get jumped by Shere Khan and like the middle of nowhere. And the next thing you know, Shere Khan's like back with the wolves like before evening. And yeah. you're just like, uh, okay. Maybe this jungle isn't that big. So it's it's just weird. It it takes me out a little bit. Yeah, so so then Ka Ka comes about. Ka, yeah, like Dave said, was is played by Scarlett Johansson. Which just sounds like Scarlett Johansson talking into a mic. It does. It just sounds like... It could have been literally anybody else, and it would have been the same exact performance, if not a little better. But, like, nothing against Scarlett Johansson. She's a fine actress. But you just hear Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. It was like, oh, Black Widow voiced Ka, like, Mm. whatever. I don't know. (laughs) And, like, maybe they, like, changed Ka to a woman because they were trying to make her, like, hypnotic or something, but she doesn't really talk that way. Hypnotic or seductive or whatnot. Uh, Ka is just the exposition machine in yeah, this movie. It's really they're there, weird. They're, he, Ka is there to reveal the twist to you way prematurely in the movie. Yeah. Because, like one, she, because she knows what happened to Mowgli when he was a child for some reason. Which is? she. His dad was in a cave in the jungle for some reason, and Shere Khan was like, I'm going to eat you. And the guy was like, ah. And he <laughs> threw some fire in his face, and Shere Khan was like, oh, bugger off. And he <laughs> kills him and then <laughs> kind of runs away, and Mowgli's still just there. And then he wanders out in the jungle, and Bagheera's like, oh, hello. <laughs> I'm also here for some reason. And there you go. Mowgli's backstory. And so that is what Ka is there for. And, like, I guess it's also there to distract him because all the while Ka is, is like, wrapping around him. Yeah. Um, and uh, she does not sing Trust in Me. But she does say it. But she does say it. Mercifully, she doesn't sing it, really. <laughs> and then uh, right as she's about to get the kill shot, all of a sudden this big bear is whomping her to yeah, death or just something. Like completely wrecking her house. It's like, oh, what are you doing here? And it's like anybody who knows the Jungle Book knows Baloo. So at first you just sounded like, did Baloo just kill something? <laughs> does Baloo just whack car around a bit? <laughs> what is he doing here? Baloo does. That's not. But that's Baloo, right? That has to be. What? <sighs> so then Mowgli comes to because he like fell from a tree and. Um, there's Baloo. There's Baloo played unapologetically <laughs> by Bill Murray. He sure is Bill Murray. Everybody loves Bill Murray because Bill Murray always plays Bill Murray. But (laughs) is that what you want out of your Baloo? (sighs) Baloo might be the might be uh, the biggest offense in this movie, especially if you compare it to the old one, because they changed his character quite a bit to (laughs) likable, you know, guy who loves life. Just sort he's of just takes it chill, easy, but he's like ready to party. Like he just wants to have a good time. Yeah, he doesn't want to work. Like to just, this, just have a good time. To yeah. just this mooching bum con man. Yeah, the first scene is like him. Like, hey, I saved you. You owe me. You owe me big yeah. thing. You know, like you owe me. it's like how many times are you gonna say that? Like, <sighs> so, so it just raises all these. Oh, whatever, we'll get to that. <laughs> so. So he takes Mowgli uh, to this big, large cliff and tells him, you know, of all things, that there's honey up there. Go get it for me. You know, that? did you do you realize that in the in the animated movie, 
Honey was not anywhere in the movie. He like mentions it. But in instead, yeah, but instead they have to like resort to the biggest bear cliche of all yeah. of eating honey and honeycombs and stuff. Yeah. And the in and the, their old movie, he like kind of taught Mogul is like, here's the food you could eat, and like, don't pick the prickly pear by the paw. Like, he went and got his own food, and he's like, let's just eat it, delicious. And he's like, yeah, this is fun, this is colorful. And this movie's like, Go get me my food so I can hibernate, I guess. I'm blue. So Mowgli climbs up that big cliff, and he's, like, trying to grab the the, the honeycomb. And some of these, like, egregious side characters that Dave was talking about <laughs> pops up, like a pangolin and, like, a couple of other things. Like a and squirrel or something. something. And so they're all saying that, like, apparently Baloo does this all the time with monkeys. Like, he, like... Maybe rescues them from Ka. We don't know. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, he was like, oh, it's another one. Like, the monkeys will leave. And it's like, oh, it's not a monkey, it's a man cub. It's like, where do you find, do you just hang around Ka's house? <laughs> and just every time she's about to eat, you just back. It's like, oh, cranky, this bed just came out of nowhere again. Oh, I should really get that pest control back in here to deal with that. Scarjo's like, not British. Dave. I don't know. Give me a break. Everyone else in this movie is. And so, so then. Mowgli does it. And like, here's another thing that just sort of like blue is just not as likable as the first one is like, you know, because he's like, oh no, these things don't sting, you know? And of course they do. <laughs> and, They're bees. And then Mowgli comes back, which is probably his only good performance in the movie. Cause like, by the way, kid actor is just a kid actor. He's nothing very spectacular. No, he's nothing special. Uh, but and he like, part of the problem with this movie is that a lot of the scenes are just him walking in a big green screen room with all your fancy effects in the background, just like talking and you're just like, I, I don't enjoy this performance. <laughs> like, it's not awful, but it's not enjoyable. No. And so... His delivery is very much like a kid would deliver some of these lines. Like, a not good child actor would deliver the lines. Yeah. And so it's not... You're taken out quite a bit that way. <sighs> uh, anyways, but he does come back down and is just sort of like, Hey, what the <laughs> F, man? Yeah. <laughs> what? Look at all these things. You told me they weren't going to sting, which and is Baloo funny. makes up some BS yeah, joke. Baloo's all like, oh, those were females or something, whatever like that. So, again, he's just like this big mooch bum, like not likable, not very likable from the get-go. Then all of a sudden, Baloo just sort of decides that he likes him, just sort of like, yeah. hey, kid, you you should stick with me well, because you can get like, food for me more. Yeah, at first he's like, oh, stick around because you're going to feed me. He's like, oh, I can't. I got to get to the man village. And Baloo's like... All right, I guess I'll take you to the man village. You're just like, uh, okay. Uh, okay. And so they just get to the man village, which is like, well, I guess this isn't the tension point of this movie because it was in the old one, but now here we are, like, <laughs> at the man village. And so Baloo, like, you know, convinces him. There's, like, this minor, like, thread through the movie that winds up being, like, kind of a big point. But, like, Mowgli obviously doesn't fit in with the pack. They're always like, oh, you got to do better and – don't run up trees even though you can climb and wolves can't because you got to stick with the wolves and like oh he when he were at the watering hole he like made this like half coconut that he used to scoop up the water and like enough with your tricks Mowgli <laughs> and you're just like uh, all right whatever so like he, he uses his like ingenuity and like creates like a full-on pulley system for Baloo <laughs> and like a saw and of, like, armor body armor yeah, also made of leaves but like still so it's like oh he's like ingenuitive and like he can create things because he is man uh. mm. <laughs> and so Baloo's like so he's like oh, I'm not supposed to do that the wolves don't like it and Baloo's like who cares about the wolves man you give me food and you can hang out with me and I'll help you with your stuff and by that I mean I'll let you do it for me so I can get more <laughs> food I guess and 
So that's enough to get Mowgli to stick around, I guess. Now, granted, I think if a bear would talk, that's exactly what he would be saying if we could help him get food. But this is Baloo. This is Baloo we're talking about. One of the most likable characters in Disney, like, ever. Yeah. (sighs) Big offense. Big offense. So then Bagheera catches up to them, and Bagheera's fine. At this point, you get very tired with Bagheera's character because at least the Bagheera in the animated movie had some, like, personality. Yeah, like a sense of, like, he was the straight man, right? Like, he, he reacted to all the ridiculous stuff going on around him, and he had some physical humor where he's just like, ah, my life, like, why is this <laughs> happening to me? And in this, he's just like, hello, I am back, and I speak with the same inflection. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I am back because I was not here before, but now I am here. Therefore, I am back. <laughs> bot. Bagheerabot 2016. So then we have the the conflict, just like in the in the first one, where like you know Bagheera needs to take him to the man village, and then Baloo's and Mowgli's all like, "No, stay here. That's what I'm gonna do." Um. Uh, which is okay. So then later Bagheera is talking to Baloo and tells him like, look, uh, Akila was killed by Shere Khan. Like he's going to stop at nothing to find him. And so that's when Baloo's like, Oh, okay. I I get it. Which took a lot longer, I think to get to in the, in the first movie, but whatever this. Yeah. And Bagheera uses the same line. Like you're the only one he'll listen to, which is like, is he though? Like (laughs) they're not that close. I've only hung out for like a day. Like it's not the same. I don't, it doesn't feel like the same. It's connection. very rushed. You know, you're you're like yeah. you're supposed to make that connection because you've seen the first movie, but like that's just lazy. Yeah. So then Blue again showing just how likable he is has to be like, I don't want you here anymore. Yeah. Thanks for the honey. You did what I asked you to do, and now I got an effort for the winner. So I'll see you later. Which is weird because you're like, yeah, that's probably what you would normally do based on your character up to now, but I guess you care now. So, okay. I guess you care. <laughs> I guess you care. I guess. When like, you have to say, I guess you <laughs> something in a movie that says something about the storytelling. So Mowgli climbs up a tree to mope. And, uh, then he's captured by monkeys. So anybody who has seen the first movie knows what's about to go down. So anybody who's sick of this movie, an hour, 20 minutes in, you're not <sighs> done yet. <laughs> yeah, because I remember when that happened, I was like, oh, that's right. We haven't seen King Louis this yet. Thing is just dra- There's a scene where Mowgli saves an elephant in between, like, when Baloo and Bagheera get together. Oh, I forgot about that. It's like, yeah. okay, this takes a long time. Oh, Mo- no, no, Bo- Mowgli uses his, like, rope technology to save the <laughs> elephant. Patented rope technology. <laughs> and, you know, it's supposed to be like, yeah, see, it has a place in the jungle. But I don't know how you can, how we can really convey how slow everything happens. Yeah. <sighs> like, all this stuff that happened... Doesn't sound like that much stuff, but it takes like an hour and 20 minutes. Like there's just so much walking and standing in one place and talking and like, and you know what? It just takes forever. Like he get like Mowgli lands off the river after he gets chased by the water buffalo and he's like wandering around for what feels like, like 10 minutes before it's like, oh, Ka shows up here. Like there's something where some monkeys steal his food and it's like, why did the monkeys have to steal his food? That didn't do anything. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> this takes time. <sighs> anyway, so there, monkeys. There, no, hold on. There's one thing I forgot to mention. Oh, really? Baloo did say, oh. like, oh, guys, it's just, you know, it's just the bare necessities. <laughs> and so at first, you know, I just, I, I couldn't you have. You winced. I couldn't have. <laughs> yo, 
though like my eye twitch just like you know like that and i was and then all of a sudden during the scene where like mowgli is like making the pulley system you hear like light jazz music in the background and you're like uh-oh 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 and then much like in the animated movie there is a scene where mowgli is floating on baloo's belly on the on the river and they are actually singing the bare necessities and neither one of them is a particularly good singer now it just feels like filler in this movie in the original movie is like yeah we get a new song like that's a high point in this movie it's like man this takes a lot of time <laughs> like so like with the scene with ka since she did not sing trust in me or even like have I don't even remember if like the music was like sort of like inferred or not. I don't think so. Uh, maybe not. But like I I uh, she did say trust in me. Trust and so that's, in me. That's obviously the connection, right? And like, but they just did that. So I'm just sort of like, okay, maybe they're just gonna like harken back to the songs and like not make this a musical, which is fine. I'll take it. Um, it would be, I think that would be kind of weird if they had tried to do all the music in there anyways, but, but then they actually like sang Bare Necessities. It was Bill Murray and this like kid singing it. I'm just like, <sighs> this seems just very forced. Yeah. This is very, very, very forced. I've, I didn't enjoy a single bit of that because I think Bill Murray is probably the worst case of what we were talking about before of just like, this is Bill Murray's voice coming out of an animated bear. That's yeah. all it is. This isn't Baloo. This is Bill Murray's voice coming out of an animated bear. That's all it is. The worst? I mean, we are talking about the monkeys. So here we go. The monkeys capture Mowgli. And again, if you've seen the first movie, you know what's about to happen. And th this takes for freaking ever yeah, for, the, for the monkeys to like capture him and, and put him inside like the castle. And who should be King Louis in this movie? <laughs> but Christopher Walken. He had a cowbell and everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, did anybody else catch that? Did anybody else catch that? Where like there's like this this thing of like treasures or whatever. And the first and only thing that Mowgli picks up is undoubtedly a cowbell yeah in the jungle because that's where it'd be <laughs> he donks it around a little bit i remember i remember i was like <laughs> I, mowgli picked it up I'm, i was like it's a cowbell because it's christopher walken and dave was like is it is it really like like wow you're totally right and i'm like yeah it totally is <laughs> <sighs> totally was so I can't do an accurate Christopher Walken impression, so I'm not even going to try. But suffice it to say, if you've heard him speak a sentence, then you know what his delivery is in this movie. It is just Christopher Walken sounding Christopher Walken out of a, uh, what is it called? Like a gigantopithecus or whatever? He calls himself a gigantopithecus. I don't know if that's the correct. It's a big orangutan. And it's not like King Louis in the old one where he's like, he's just an orangutan. This is like he is a massive freaking elephant-sized orangutan because reasons. And what comes out of this massive orangutan's voice is Christopher Walken's voice because that makes sense, right? Right? The casting just writes itself in this. Ah! Anyway. Can you move on, please, Dave? What what else is there to say? Well, Christopher Walken. Oh, there's more to say. Christopher Walken's around a bit, no, and there's more to say, Dave. <laughs> please just take over. I mean, he. Please. 
there's no way I can convey the exasperation I saw on your face when he started singing. <laughs> I want to be like Allow you. me to set up the scene, ladies and gentlemen. So... So we're watching this, this scene. This is genuine pain, by the way. He's not just doing this for the podcast, because I was there when he watched it, and it was some of the worst angst I've ever seen. <laughs> it was bad. Allow me to set up the scene for you, ladies and gentlemen. So already this scene just looks uncomfortable, because there's barely any light, and oh, yeah, a that's right. big, uncomfortable-looking orangutan, and it's Christopher freaking walking, trying not to be a comedy, like... And he's talking like a New York gangster, like mm-hmm. he runs the jungle. It's like, oh, you're from the south side of the jungle. Yeah, I've never been there. Yeah, it's nice. Well, I'm rubbing my temples just talking about this. You ever had a pawpaw fruit? I only call it that because they did in the original movie. <laughs> it's actually a papaya. You should eat it. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it is. So then Louis obviously starts talking to him about man's red flower, as everybody else has been yeah, talking about so far. That's been a thing everyone talks about, and they all call it man's red flower. So I hear that a lot in the movie. And so as he's talking about this, you hear a double bass in the background just, like, jamming along. And then as soon as I heard that, Dave knows. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. He's not. Oh, no. Oh, no. <sighs> Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. King Louie, played by Christopher Walken, actually starts singing, I Want to Be Like You. You, I want to be like like a you. I want to walk like a you. (laughs) Can't do Christopher Walken well either. But it's fun to try. But you all had to listen to it, so I'm sorry. Saul really lost his will at that point in the movie. I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to finish. <laughs> I was really not sure if I should try to step I in. To I save can't my explain friend. to you guys just how like offensive <laughs> this is to like every bit of my Disney sensibility and just my sensibility as somebody who likes good movies and good <laughs> choices in movies. Like everything about this was just so wrong it, but it was like so wrong in a way that it was just like like i couldn't you can't make a joke about it you're just sort of like watching this big giant building crash to the ground and you're like how am i supposed to make a joke out of this this is just horrible uh, and I mean, it's just like everything you think of. If you've not seen this movie, which good on you, you've not seen <laughs> this job, movie. We did it. But just imagine Christopher Walken singing "I Want to Be Like You," and you have an accurate display of what it was. And you're like, ah, oh, you know, Christopher Walken's voice is funny, whatever, like that. <laughs> this isn't the time to do that. <sighs> Because the scene is not played for laughs. No. There's actually, they're trying to create some tension in this. Like, yeah. King Louis is, like, saying, like, you don't teach me how to make fire, I'm going to kill you. Like, yeah. that's what he's saying. He's, he makes some things like protection, and I'm the mafia, and I give you protection, <sighs> you give me this, and we rule this jungle, two of us. Contrary to the first movie, where, like, the whole thing was a big party. Like, yeah. they were all just singing, I want to be like you, Baloo, like, can't help but join in because he loves the music, you know, like 
The whole thing was just like a wonderful, wonderful scene with a wonderful song originally sang by Louis Prima, R.I.P. Yeah, like Louis Prima's awesome. Check out his music; he's yeah, a lot of fun. You, yeah, you he's really like should. it's actually funny. Do you have you really noticed he's in like every Will Ferrell movie? Louis Will Prima. Fer- yeah, Will Ferrell has this thing where in every like movie he does, he just like sneaks in a Louis Prima song. I didn't know that. Uh, in in Elf, he, it's Pennies from Heaven. Penny, that's Penny's Name by Louis Prima. Oh. And in Kicking and Screaming, there's another Louis Prima song that he sneaks in there. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I don't know if I know very little about this movie. I don't know if it's the same director or like if it's a running joke, but I don't know. It seems like Will Ferrell's a fan of Louis Prima. Random side note. But okay, well. I'll have to look at I don't know. I don't remember if he did that. And like, I'm not a huge fan of his, but I, like those two movies, obviously. So I don't know if he did in like Step Brothers or whatever else. So I don't I don't want to labor the point, but but just to say that this was undoubtedly the worst thing I've ever seen in a Disney movie ever. I would much rather rewatch all of the road to El Dorado (laughs) gladly than have to watch that one scene that was maybe like five or 10 minutes, which felt like it was at least three weeks. It felt like forever. All the move, the scenes of this movie feel like that really stretched out. I would, I would gladly, I would Oh, so glad they rewatched El Dorado instead of that one scene. <sighs> Can you please continue, Dave? I need a moment. Well, basically during the whole, you know, Blue comes in and instead of anything funny, he just stands there and talks for too long and quote unquote distracts the monkeys and begins like, hey, Mowgli, come over here. And so they try to go out, but they get caught. And there's there's a big chase scene and Bagheera and Baloo murder hundreds of monkeys. And <laughs> it's fine. They're just monkeys. They can't talk for some reason, too. Uh, and, you know, dur- throughout the course, like King Louie gets off his giant orange butt and chases Mowgli around for a while. And throughout the course of this, he passes on the no- news that, oh, by the way, uh, Shere Khan killed Akira, which uh, Bagheera had known, but and he had told Baloo, but nobody told Mowgli because he kind of got kidnapped. And then he's like, <laughs> gets all pissy. And Bagheera's like, you knew? And Bagheera's <laughs> like, well, I f- would have told you you were kidnapped by freaking monkeys. Like, give me a break here, kid. But, you know, Mowgli runs off when King Louie gets buried under, you know, the mountain of rocks. And Yuzumi's dead, but don't worry, he comes back in the credits to sing a rendu- <laughs> another <laughs> a reprise. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. So Mowgli runs off and, you know, throughout the movie, there'd been this like, like running theme of, I mean, basically just don't play with fire kids, but you know, (laughs) they got to make it sound better. So it's don't mess with the red flower, but it's don't play with fire. But Mowgli gets pissed and he sneaks into the village and steals a torch and runs all the way back through the jungle. This is the, he runs all the way back in the span of one night to get (laughs) right back where he started because apparently it's right there. And oops, he set the whole jungle on fire. (laughs) <laughs> there's like a br- just there's a brief little transition uh like shot where brief. like you see some of like the embers like Nothing fall off from his brief <laughs> where you see some of the embers fall off from the torch and just like start to ignite the ground so you're just like oh boy oh that cannot be good mm-hmm. um which you know what to be honest with you i thought was an interesting direction they didn't do that in the first one and i thought that was kind of interesting because it kind of forced Mowgli to look at himself like i am a man <laughs> I guess I did this, you know, and Shere Khan, like obviously brings that up too. He's just sort of like, you know, like, oh, they're not afraid of me. They're afraid of you. Like and I like, told you guys. So and he looks behind him and the whole forest is like, a blaze. are dead. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, oh, oops. oops. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, 
then Mowgli throws away the torch, and then Shere Khan's all like, well, that was stupid. And you're just like, yeah, that was really <laughs> that stupid, was really wasn't stupid. it? Um, so then Baloo actually gets his hands dirty more than in the first, in the animated movie. Yeah, they recite the law of the jungle or whatever, who cares? Look, who cares? But then Baloo actually, like, steps in and fights, and which, you know, again, treated him more like a bear than in the, than in the animated movie, so that, I, I didn't mind that. Yeah. Uh, maybe I even kind of like that. And then Baloo is subdued. There is no real death scare in this movie, though. There definitely was in the animated movie, and this one was just sort of weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the way that Bagheera, or, I'm sorry, uh, Shere Khan gets his is that uh, Mowgli runs into the the burning forest and, like, uses his technology to, like, create, like, a safety, like, pulley for himself. It tries to call back. I didn't even realize it's the first time, but it tries to call back to the beginning of the movie where he, like, fails running away from Bagheera because he climbed this dying tree, and so the tree branch broke, and Bagheera's like, oh, you should have known it was dead. And Mowgli's like, how the heck should I know? And Bagheera's like, oh, it's got the crawl on it. Mm, pip, pip. And so he goes up one of those trees and basically tricks Shere Khan into following him up there, and he, like, creates this weird pulley system to where he can jump off and grab it, but... You know, uh, Shere Khan's SOL, and so when the branch snaps, he, he goes full Lion King and vaporizes <laughs> yeah, as soon as he touches the flame. <laughs> just everyone <laughs> rip Shere Khan. <laughs> we thought that was interesting, Weird. yeah. Uh, whatever, at least it's over, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and then okay, and that's so, basically the movie. <laughs> well, okay, we do have one more scene with the with the god elephants, right? Oh, right. Where like be, uh, all of a sudden, like a after after scene. the Shere Khan like vaporizes, then the elephants sort of show up, and Mowgli's like, "Where were you guys?" Like, no, it was just sort of whatever. They, <laughs> yes, anyway, whatever so then I the have. elephants like because they're they're god or it's whatever job, I guess they were able they somehow know how to like redirect the river to flow directly into the forest fire so that it, it gets extinguished. You're like, whatever, whatever. And then the last scene is a, rec- is a recall of the first one where he's like running away from the wolves. But he's like actually teaching them because uh, he come into his own, I guess, and whatever. And I mean, that's, that's it. And he just stays in the jungle. He just stays in the jungle. Like if you watch the first and you're like expecting him to like go back or whatever, but you just, he just stays. It's chills. It's fine. And that's basically it. Except f- it does end also with like the same way the animated movie begins and ends like with like an actual book, book closing. Even though this movie didn't start with that. No, it didn't so open with that. Good job. Um, and then like, and then the book reopens and like Dave said, King Louis reemerges and sings the song again. To which I just stopped immediately. Turned. I was going. Off. I was going to like watch like the whole in case there were like credits in there, whatever like that. But I was just like, no. <laughs> No, not gonna. Bad King Louis, back <laughs> under the rocks. Bad. So, couple of couple of things. Still, <laughs> I guess just the. I mean, because I kind of like went over everything that that is just like so offensive. But it's just sort of like, why did this this need to be made? Why did we need this? Especially since the animated movie is just way better. Yeah. The execution of the animated movie. To, like, at least they did some stuff different and didn't just follow. Like, the the thing with him, like, coming into his own with the technology and sort of learning how to be, like, a man and, like, what he being himself. Like, that's all well and fine. But it just kind of gets buried under like all the other muck and stuff in this movie where it's just like everything takes so long I don't it's okay in theory but mm. 
it's oh i guess it's okay in theory like if you were to read the script yeah and, and you were like okay some of yeah. these some of these things are, are interesting but I'm, I'm willing to go with it sure right? like, like you know the things you liked where they're yeah. more like animally and it, it kind of it does a good job of like bagheera is a panther baloo is a bear Mowgli is a man and he doesn't know how to be a man so he's got to like learn how to do that and no one really wants him to be a man because he's a wolf but he's not actually a wolf so like he's kind of got a <laughs> there's like kind of a nice scene where baloo like talks him through that but it it's only nice if you ignore the fact that there's like no reason contextually for this to really be happening. Like Blue shouldn't have this in-depth insight into Mowgli or like this much sway over his emotions because they like literally just met and he got played by this bear. So I don't quite get where that like pathos is coming from. Yeah. But theoretically, again, if you like just read the script, you're like okay, like, I see where this is going. This is nice. It's something different from the first movie. It it actually adds a little bit more depth than the animated movie, arguably. Yeah. And so it's okay in theory, but... It, the execution was just bad. Yeah. This might This may be, like, the biggest example I can think of of just a poorly executed movie. Um, you know, even when we're talking about, like, the CG, it's like... The, the most backhanded thing, I, the most backhanded compliment I can give about this movie is that, wow, that CG looks really good. Yeah. That's so backhanded. Because, well, I mean, like, I looked, I looked it up, and it said that, that, like, all of photography took place in, like, L.A. Sound Studios, which means nobody ever stepped foot on a jungle for yeah. this. And it's like... I mean, there's only one actor anyway. But. Uh, well, yeah, that's true, huh? <laughs> Except for, like, some silhouettes and, like, the, the talk, man talk, village talk, or whatever. Talk, talk. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, this this is this all completely took place in a big green room, essentially, with like some trees as props and whatever like that. And mm -hmm. I don't know if the actors like mocapped themselves in there. Maybe they didn't. I mean, I'm sure there were some some mocapping actors, but really? you know, so, so that he can know. so that he can talk to somebody. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, but either way, you're just you're pretty aware that this is all CG as well. It's not that it's bad, but it's it's you can still tell that it's cg and you know it's like i could be playing a video game and be looking at like the same sort of like animation here you know what i mean and yeah. it's like the animals sure you have to cg them because you have them speaking and like you know doing particular things whatever like that uh but the cg is just it's there you know yeah, what i mean it just is cg you're, you're not in the jungle you're you're watching a rendering you know yeah and the voice acting again doesn't help. No. Yeah. Everything like all this movie does nothing but like take you away from the immersion. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what this yeah. all this movie is all about. Which is like that's where you get poor execution. The voice acting is not good because it doesn't it's line not up inspired. with things. I don't know. The, I don't know if that's uh, the direction or if Scarlett Johansson was just like, yeah, I'll talk for. 10 minutes for plot mm -hmm. exposition. Mm -hmm. Don't take my million dollars now, please. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't blame her. Like she's hardly in this dang movie, but <laughs> you just wonder about like, if everybody was like that and boy. <sighs> yeah. Cause Ben Kingsley was Ben Kingsley started out fine in my opinion and then just got wooden as it went on. He changes inflections once when he gets mad at Mowgli, like after they meet Baloo. And then for the rest of the time is I am Bagheera. This is how I talk. And this is how I will talk for the remainder of the hour of this movie. I talk more than any other character, so you will hear this voice a lot. 
And, and we walked through the forest, <laughs> and the elephants, they rule all, they are God. Bow before them. <laughs> and, and like we said before, Idris Elba is just sort of like just Idris Elba. And side note, did anybody else notice that he was completely blowing out his mic like during a the supplement scenes? Like he does it. It was one thing where it was like the one scene where he did it once. I was like, oh, they didn't catch that. And then he does it again, the same scene. I'm like, what? And then, and then I realized when he comes back later in the movie that he just keeps doing it. And I'm just like. Uh, uh, I mean, you were more like than I was. Well, because how does anybody let that pass? Like, y- it's they not- had to be doing it stylistically. They had to decide internally, like, oh, it, it makes him more tigerish. No, that's bad on every. You don't. Uh, it's like it's too prevalent for it to be anything else. There's no way nobody caught it. Well, that would be like if you know they were filming something and it's like, oh, we need more light. Oh, okay, and they break <laughs> the camera lens to let more light through in like that is what you are saying here there's no way they would have let that pass so what you're saying they just didn't catch it maybe are you kidding me i don't know like i can't explain why that's in there we're leaving all mic blowouts in this episode in tribute to idris elba in in tribute to everything (laughs) here we're just gonna talk normally i'll normalize the volume don't worry they're just gonna sound like a big distorted mess just like idris elba's performance in this movie we might want to turn that one down a little bit. I mean, I will, but this is gonna this is gonna be against everything I believe in I as guess a sound producer. Stand for, but I mean, and I and that does. I mean, that's that's kind of minor, but like it it's did, not minor. It's so like Joe Blow's sound guy off the street could have caught that, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, you could listen back and be like, man, it kind of sounds like you were a little loud there. Like, why don't you do another take or like. You've got the best freaking sound equipment in creation, and you can't like <laughs> fix that. Like I don't know. Like you could have done something. I it's d- just it is not theoretically. It kind of is the worst thing this movie does. Because there's one thing to be like, oh, we really thought Christopher Walken would work at Louis, and you're like, well, you're an idiot. But like, I guess you wanted to try, and like theoretically, it could work. But like, this is like, who like raise your hand if you like blown out microphone sounds in your movie. <laughs> Like, no, no one? All right, we're leaving it in. Like, it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to, like, cast a bunch of A-listers and be like, yeah, we're just going a different direction, and it's Bill Murray's Baloo now. It's like, I mean, he's not Baloo anymore, but I can kind of almost see why you wanted to try that but yeah i can you you know but if you're just blowing out microphones it's like well now you're just like a c-level production studio like good (laughs) job you did it (laughs) oh so ladies and gentlemen that is the new jungle book I I am not a fan pretty much of any of the live action uh, Disney remakes that I've seen. My wife has seen the new Beauty and the Beast and actually said it was pretty good. So that might be something to talk about, especially since you're not that much a fan of the original Beauty and the Beast. Is that right? It's just Yeah, it's fine. So that might be something interesting to talk about in the future. But um, I saw Cinderella, like I said before, and I just fell asleep i'm pretty sure in that movie and i it's rare that i actually fall asleep in a movie but oh my goodness that movie just gave me no choice 
So, and like, from what I understand, there's going to be like a 101 Dalmatians remake coming up soon. I think there is, there is a, there yeah. is a, a, an Aladdin one. The mm. casting for the Lion King one was just released. Oh, was it? Yeah. You didn't see that? Who is it? Well, it's just a lot of people. James Earl Jones is coming back as Mufasa, though. That's nice. They haven't announced Aladdin yet, have they? I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so for that. Who's, so, who's your money on for the genie? That's gonna be a hard one. <laughs> don't mess it up. No, just think who's like the who's like the most obvious choice. Who's also obviously gonna mess it up because they're just gonna be themselves. Are you are you leading to something? No, I'm just curious. Uh, you know more names than I do, but that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna get a big name who they're like, you are funny on your own, and you're just gonna be you in a CG genie. They're probably gonna get somebody who can do impressions, which could mean on the worst side of the spectrum, someone like Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Could be Will Ferrell. Oh, gosh. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I actually like Will Ferrell when he's clean. Like, I liked Kicking and Screaming and Elf and, like, the original Anchorman. I mean, that one's not clean, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I like him sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I like yeah. him sometimes, and sometimes I really don't like him. Um, in, in any case, I was very much against The Jungle Book when it was announced, when it was released, when I heard uh, people who saw it were just sort of like, that was not good. And I'm even more against it now. I'm pretty much against all the live action Disney releases. However, again, like I said, my wife did see Beauty and the Beast and said it was good. And I heard some people say that it was good as well. So I have to reserve yeah, judgments for that. Reviews. I got to reserve judgments for that. But but yeah, that's the Jungle Book. Yeah. For I the am, record, I mean, <laughs> is this like one of your like worst movies for you? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to think you know about what I mean? it. I'd have to think about it. I, I feel personally hurt, though, because of how much I love the original. I'm not as offended by it, I guess, because I expected this kind of betrayal. But, <laughs> you know, it's kind of how I don't know. I don't know what to think about, like, Incredibles or Wreck-It Ralph 2. Oh, I'm not looking forward to those at all. I'm going to see them, like, but I'm not You didn't look forward, forward to Wreck-It Ralph, the original, so that's... But, I mean, the Incredibles we both love. I'm so. not looking forward to Incredibles 2. <sighs> Really There's no way they can strike lightning twice there. <sighs> It'd be really hard. If well, they do, I mean, to be fair, Kung Fu Panda, I liked the first Kung Fu Panda, but it wasn't, like, incredible. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that, actually. <laughs> Dang it. But I saw Kung Fu Panda 2, and I was, like, blown away. I was like, wow, that's so good. It's, like, even better. So it could happen. It's just... Odds aren't in its favor. No. Um, Pixar sequels generally aren't. The, we've we've had it once with Toy Story two. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. Um, Cars two. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, uh, all I was gonna say was like this movie. It is not as offensive to me. It's just I like some of the things they do, but it's just it's too boring for me to watch again. Like I would never want to watch this movie again. But I'm not gonna rail against it as much as you. Like I don't hate Christopher Walken as King Louis as much as you do. Like, I get what they were going for. Do you? Uh, yeah. They're going for mob boss because he's the he's the king of the monkeys and he tells them what to do and they go do it. And so he has a lot of mob boss language in there. And so Christopher Walken's got kind of that New York style. So why do they get like an Italian or something? Like, Because they're not famous enough. Somebody from like the Sopranos maybe or like... <laughs> Uh, I don't want to fight on this. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I'm just saying, in case you're like wondering, I'm not as like vehemently against it, but I still would never like willingly say, let's watch the live action. Like if you, if someone enough. suggested like, let's watch the live action Jungle Book, I'd be like, 
I mean, there's a lot of other good <laughs> movies out there, but I mean, I guess if you really want, that was basically how I got roped into it in the first place. My mom just wanted to watch a movie with me, and like that was kind of the least egregious one she was offering. Oh and boy, like, that well, one was. <laughs> it was more like the other ones just didn't interest me, and I was like, I want to see what this movie is about, mm-hmm. you know? So, all right, we'll watch this Jungle Book. It's not going to be like my life's mission <laughs> to like, you know, eradicate the memory of this in people's minds. Unlike Road to El Dorado. <laughs> Road to El Dorado, we're kind of on the same page for that. Just sort of like, why do you like this movie? No, no. I don't this know. Is why you After watching like this, this maybe I know why people like this movie. Because I, I would like, I probably like Road to El Dorado better than this. At least it's entertaining sometimes. Yeah. And you can laugh about some of the stuff. Yeah. That's why I would rather watch that <laughs> than the King Louis scene. Yeah. So, is that about it? Yeah. All right. I'm done. I'm so tired, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for, again, uh, sticking along with us on another movie rant. Sing to a lot of yelling from Saul. Yeah. Yeah, I was genuinely angry. Yeah, he was. Now I'm just like, I need like a Red Bull or something. (laughs) Yeah, because you got to go, well, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) So, thank you again, everybody, for listening. Uh, Giving on our special thanks as usual. Special thanks to uh, Danny Barrett-Huvert for the artwork. Thank you to the the combined efforts of uh, OC Remix, Rob KTA, and Expert Novice for the intro and the outro music. And, uh, with that well go don't forget about our social media pages go oh, find us like on comments facebook dot, uh, like comments WDD podcast and you can email us at gmail uh podcast at gmail.com all that fun stuff so comment subscribe reviews on itunes and whatever other things you use and yep we'll see you on the next one yep take care